Hello and welcome to the Money News Market Wrap podcast, a daily dose of money movements delivered straight to your device. I'm Scott Haywood. It's Wednesday, December the 13th, 2023. The Australian share market closed stronger after Wall Street hit its highest level in nearly two years. Headline inflation came in at 3.1% as expected. Markets are now expecting the US Federal Reserve won't raise rates any further, which investors are always happy to hear. The return of Sigma to the board's board, the healthcare sector for the Australian Stock Exchange today, but more on that in a moment. The ASX 200 continue its good run of late, finish your day ahead by 22 points to 7,257. And away from the markets, it was the government's mid-year economic and fiscal outlook that grabbed our attention today. That's because following a surplus in the last financial year, it seems the numbers are looking good again. Treasury Jim Chalmers has forecast a deficit of just $1.1 billion by the end of the financial year, and it has the potential to improve as well. The original estimate for the deficit was almost $14 billion, but improved revenue has helped the government get ahead. Almost $65 billion in revenue has been found, mainly from increased income tax receipts from our full workforce and by increased company receipts, especially from our miners. But the government could look to save more on its spending. $10 billion in savings has been found, but is most supported by a delay in infrastructure spending. Rising interest rates have hurt personal budgets, but the government has also been subject to increased repayments on its debt, so banking some cash is a pretty good idea right now. No extra assistance was handed out to struggling households, but this is a good sign when it comes to the overall battle with inflation. And you can hear more about the My EFO update by listening to Money News tonight at 7pm or via the podcast feed. We've seen a few unexpected ACCC decisions in recent times, including the support of the failed Origin deal. But there's more to come. Chemist Warehouse will need approval from the watchdog before any deal with Sigma gets over the line. And investors can't wait, though, because Sigma made a triumphant return to the ASX today, surging more than 70% at the open before closing up 44% to $1.10. HMC Capital, the fund manager that has a significant stake in Sigma, jumped $0.08 at the close to $5.50. Iron ore is hot property, and Fortescue closed near record highs up 1.3% to $26.70. And shares in fellow giant Rio Tinto hit a two-year high of $130.80 for intraday. No wonder the government is predicting another good budget fuelled by strong commodity prices. Ahead of the Christmas travel period, Air New Zealand dropped 2.5% to 59 cents after it downgraded guidance on weak demand. Qantas by Association fell more than 1% to $5.41. Goldmine and Newmont dropped 2.8% to $57.42 as the price of the precious metal slipped below US $2,000 an ounce. All producer Woodside dropped 1% as weak oil prices weighed on investors' minds. Shares closed just above $30 a share. The Aussie dollar has also fallen against the greenback to sit at 65.5 US cents, and one Aussie dollar will get you 52 British pence, 96 Japanese yen, and now at $1.07 New Zealand. Iron ore maintaining its strength, now worth $138.50 US a tonne. Brent crude oil weaker again, now at US $72.97 a barrel. And cryptocurrencies have fallen off the pace a little bit. One Bitcoin now worth $62,374 Aussie dollars. And finally, get your popcorn, because we are in to see a large-scale experiment on economics in South America. Yes, the country of Argentina has just elected a president who was guided by libertarian principles, and one of his first moves in power has been to devalue the country's currency, the Argentine peso. Libertarians believe in only limited government intervention in the market, and the new regime is trying out shock therapy on the country's economy. The peso was devalued by 54% overnight, with aims to also slash spending equivalent to 2.9% of GDP. 
Inflation in Argentina had got up to triple figures, and the IMF has so far been on board with the economic plans. Having never really seen a modern libertarian government, this could be a huge boom or bust moment for the world, and we're all on board to follow it. Tonight on the show, we'll talk about the My EFO update with the Financial Review's economic editor, John Keogh, and look at how insolvencies are tracking for next year. That's 7pm on your radio, via streaming on your podcast feed. I'm Scott Hayward. I'll see you then.